Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is Vontae the Pro. I'm kicking it with my homie. What up? I'm Will Gill. Thank you for checking out the Hip Hop Review Pod. We'll be checking out all the new hip hop albums dropping. We'll be checking out some of our favorite classics, too. We'll let you know what's high in these streets. That way, you can check it out and you know what's going on. Yes, sir. We're here to change the podcast game. Another one. Let's go. What up, Vontae Pro? We are back. Uh-huh, back in the building. <laughs> Episode number, Mike Trout, 27. Damn, I t- we got to hit a home run, man. If we, if we going to do it like that, we got to hit a home run on this episode, dog. <laughs> yeah, we going to hit a home run because we are reviewing the new album from Boss, Too High to Write. Hey, that's right. And if nobody knows who this guy Boss is, man, let's hit him with a little background check. Who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A god. <laughs> I just told you. That's who I think I am. The god boss. Mm. Queens rapper signed under J. Cole's Dreamville Records. Mm. Before seeing rapping as a career path, boss used to go to this spot named the Carter. Yes. What? Named after the Wayne Crack House. Oh, damn. He used to always go there and kick it, spit <laughs> some uh, verses over random instrumentals just to kill time. Damn. From there, he had his first taste and realized... A lot of people was feeling what this dude was spitting, man. Wow. So fast forward, 2011, he drops his first mixtape, Quarter Winner, Volume 1 and, car- and Volume 2. Oh, okay. He's on Dreamville mixtape, Revenge of the Dreamers 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Drops an EP called Two Weeks Notice in preparation for his album that mm-hmm. drops two weeks later mm-hmm. called Last Winter. Oh, wow. And today, we are reviewing his sophomore album, Too High, Too Right. Damn. And I, I did not know he had all that workout. I didn't know. I, yeah. I, I heard last summer or last winter, but yeah, it's hard to find because this dude is relatively new to yeah. most of us out here. Yes, sir. But uh, Vontae the Pro, going into this album, how are you feeling about this uh, boss too high to write? All right, Will Gill. I, I don't know if it's because we just did Kanye West and Macklemore, two big artists. Yeah. But honestly, I felt careless oh, <laughs> going man. into this. I uh, I, I know this, I know this dude is J Cole's guy. He's one of the first dudes to be down with the whole Dreamville team. But I, I just found about I just found out about this rapper like two weeks ago, <laughs> barely. So I'm not saying that he hasn't been dropping like dope music before I heard him. But I'm just saying I just wasn't checking for him. Okay. But you know, all right. Then we uh, we get on the HHR underscore pod. And we do a little poll on Twitter, and then um, out of nowhere, uh, people were talking about you know, we should do the boss, and like he really won. He we, we we put him up against somebody else, and the people say boss. So that kind of got me hyped when the people were okay. like, "Yo, you should review this guy." And I'm like, I ain't heard of him yet, but I'm I'm gonna dive into it because yeah. the people say you got to give the people what they want. Exactly, man. So <laughs> that kind of got me, that, that's changed my mind frame a little bit. But what were, what were you thinking about? All right, going into this album, I wasn't really sure how I felt about boss. All right, I fuck with J Cole. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah, I, I see you. I <laughs> yeah. see. Yeah. And he's always talking highly of this dude. But when I listen to Boss's early work, I can't really say that I that I loved anything he put out outside of that one track, Lit. Okay. Last winter, his uh, first album, I felt was really forgettable. And going into this album, I was 
eager to see if he would surprise me. And uh, this is kind of uh-huh. like the last shot I'm giving for Boss. I feel you. If I, if I don't like this, I'm probably not going to like <laughs> anything yeah. else from him unless he gets better. But yeah, I was eager to see if I would be surprised. And uh, going right. into this album, Montana Pro, all right, all right. you got any highlights, favorite tracks? What yeah, were you yeah. feeling? All right. Uh, so if no one's heard this yet, too high to write. Uh, I want to tell everybody it's, it's it's I have two standout tracks, two great moments that just blew me away. Okay. Um, the first one I want to tell everybody is track number six, "Live For." Okay. I I I love that song. I feel like when the beat comes on, it just gives you a good vibe. And um and Boz said on this project he wanted to get people like his perspective on on life since his last project last winter. And I feel like when he says that and when he's talking about things like that, he's talking about this song more in particular, mm. like on um, track number six, "Live For." He's just going really deep. And um, on this verse, he starts. Uh, even on, on, it's just really one verse. But he starts off talking about like his family and all the issues with being on the road, and talking about how life is just coming at him fast and everything is changing. And I like how he starts off his verse. He's talking about that his his mom calls him, says his auntie is sick, and then you know uh, he wants to want, she's calling and saying that he wants her to be there, wants him to be there. And even though like he can't be there, he just he just as much as he wants to try, he's so busy on the he's road. On the road yeah. He's on the road so much, and even though the, the auntie that he like the auntie considers boss like his own son like her own son but he still just can't be there because yeah. life is so crazy and it, it's, it's really dope like he's giving us that dope perspective and he's also talking about other things like you know being around the world three times yeah, move, yeah. moving into a new house and neighbors looking at him like he doesn't fit there he doesn't belong <laughs> and he should move out yeah. like I was like okay that's that's new you know um because he wasn't talking about this on last winter and um i don't know i i really enjoy that he only gives us one verse like i was saying but his perspective on this 24 30 bar verse is just man it's amazing production just gives me a vibe like no like no other lyrically he came with it he gives us some really dope substance to enjoy so easy easy reasons why track number six live for is it's stand out right there it's, it's like for me i feel like it's like a short and sweet perfect song right there yeah he has this one line on that song where it's like he really gives you his world perspective and like how he's viewing things at the time and he says like um they out here selling peace signs niggas believe it i don't it's just like it really puts you in like the mind frame he's in where it's just like he's kind of frustrated with like things that are going on around him even though there's a lot of good shit going on around him at the same time I I I I enjoy that line too. I think that I just I enjoy that song, man. It's well made right there. Yeah, yeah. But um, after you got to listen to Too High to Riot, okay, you got our favorite song. Yeah. So there's 12 tracks on this album, and I want everybody to hop in to track number two, Methalone. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love I love that song right there. <laughs> this track just touches on like people just deceiving each other for like their own benefit. Even the first line of the song, he, he goes, uh, good things don't happen to good people. And it just really set the mood for this track. Mm-hmm. The hook has a great flow to it. The hook touches on issues of being taken advantage of. For example, the hook is people selling um, methalone as molly. Mm. And if you don't know what methalone is. I, I don't know. What, what, what's that? <laughs> what's methalone? Methalone is a drug that looks like molly and gives you a similar experience. Oh, but shit. it's a lot weaker and cheaper. So it's like. People dealing methalone as Molly just to make extra money off top for people that don't know the difference. And it's just like, what? Yeah. I, I thought, I honestly, dog, no lie, I thought he made that word up. Yeah, I, had to laugh. <laughs> I thought he made that up. Hey, 
Me too, because I had to look it up. <laughs> so if I'm wrong, that's, what, that's what they, yeah, yeah. It sounds tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hook is sketchy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And his verses, man, I think his verses are very focused. He pushes the idea that he pushes in the hook with lines like, exercise my better nature. I've been holding up these bridges. Niggas always take advantage. Olive branches start to splinter. It's like, oh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. Got a nice little flow, dude. And he touches on people just dapping them up. Just to be close to him to try to get a, take advantage of him later. He also drops a dope line about prospering through it all. He says, uh, left let left the town a drug dealer, came back a fucking poet, let me grow. Mm. And so it's like, man, that's tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, you really did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hop into track number two, Meth Alone, Strong Hook, great songwriting from Boss. Fuck with it. I, I feel you on that. I, uh, reason why I enjoy that one more in particular, it just gives great momentum to the project. Yeah. As soon as you dive into it, it just it just makes you feel like, okay, this is a... He's setting the tone very yeah. well. Like, he's just really... Like I said, good momentum. Yeah, he has a good flow on the song, which really does help the momentum out. I, I agree, man. But I got one more. Okay. I got one more. I got one more, too. And then you want to just talk about the album kind of in general? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, all right. Uh, so, uh, if you never jumped into this project... And after you heard, uh, well, if you're going to, now you've heard my live for track number six, Will Gill's track number two, Methalone, and you have to fuck with track number four, Housewives. Housewives. <laughs> yes, sir. Niggas is talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. Uh, so on this project right here, he's uh, he's talking about how on this music, like, on his music, he wanted to give people a vibe. He wanted people to, like, just vibe out to his music. But he, those drums also got to have that aggression to it. Yeah. And this is it. Yeah. This is it. Like, as soon as it comes in, like, those kicks are thumping. Those kicks are just straight thumping. Everything goes really good. Um, and then I like on this track how he's flexing and giving us, like, his perspective again on how, like, the Dreamville started. A few trends and now people are ripping them off. And, I, I man, I just like it, man. I just, I just like when rappers are flexing and they have a valid point. Yeah. Because he's not just talking out his ass, just, you know, like, somewhere Rappers just flex, flex, flex like these yeah. niggas are still in the wave. And they went, no, 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 you didn't start a wave. But Drake <laughs> Bell, you got to give him that. You, ha you, you have to give yeah, them that. They doing their own shit. And he talks about some some dope things on, on uh, track number four, Housewives. He talks about going to college and things not working out with his grades. So he went back home. And then when he goes back home, he's just there's nothing there. There's nothing nothing around for him. And then he starts messing around with the devil. And you know that must be him hustling yeah. and, and being you know being uh being in the streets like that. And he says that he learned his, he must have learned his lessons because now he's doing shows. At the O2, you know, which is out yeah. in London. Yeah. That's, so yeah. that's a big thing. So I'm just saying, that's so why I. I really liked how he gave his perspective on, on life, on how like how he went back and forth, and just like where he's at now with it. And on this song, I just like. I, I just can't think I can't put my finger on exactly what I liked more about this track man but fuck dude it's just a, it's just a really dope song, vibe yeah. it's just a dope vibe man uh, great production production is just so adequate like I said like the, them, how the kicks come in and how everything comes together like it's really dope nice substance clean lyrics and a dope vibe man like it's just really ill yeah. and I found the hook to be catchy man this is one of the few hooks that like <laughs> the song the actual song title is the hook like yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah, one of yeah. those that lined up it's just really catchy to me I I, I tracked number four. Uh, it's really dope. Housewives. You got to check that out. Look it up on YouTube, too, man. There's, he has a music video. It's pretty yeah. dope. You know, I might I might contradict what you just said. About about Housewives? Yeah. Because like, I was going to be... I was just super close to making that song my dislike. What? Because I do not like the hook. To me, it's one of the worst hooks on the, on the album. I don't you like that... Um, the song? Yeah, I don't like the stretch... 
the way he stretched the bars at the end, like oh, housewife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that part I was really not fucking with. It just kind of yeah, annoyed me. But to touch on what your earlier points, it's like the drums were so hard on that yeah, song that yeah, yeah. I just couldn't say I disliked it yeah, because yeah, yeah. the drums were so good. Yeah, they're aggressive, dog. He's, yeah, he, so he, I, he I, talks about it. He, that's what it is, man. Yeah, so I definitely hear you on uh, Housewives. Hey, <laughs> I'm happy you didn't put on the dislikes. We yeah. have some problems. <laughs> but man, after you got into it, that's my second one. We'll talk about the okay. album after this, after you talk about yours, but you okay. know, what, what else you feeling on this? All right, yeah. I want everybody to hop into track number seven, Clouds Never Get Old. Uh. To me, this track has my favorite production, Dope Beat. Got a sweet sample chopped up on this track. Mm. Couldn't really put my finger on where this sample came from. So uh, if you guys out there know what it is, hit us up on the on our Twitter page. Yes, sir. And let us know. But what I think makes this my favorite production and makes it stand out is... One, obviously, the instrumental's on point. Yeah. Two, on Boss's first verse, he's using like a stop and go flow. Mm -hmm. And the beat drops out with this flow that really gives extra flavor to the song that I think this album really needed. Okay. The track itself is basically Boss showing us how his relationships with women are now. Now that he's a rapper and he's touring and he's busy. Yeah. And pretty much he's saying the only thing he has time for is sex. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, yeah. He sums it up on the hook pretty well when he's saying um, he's waking up next to a girl and he's telling her that he hasn't been in love in a long time. I ain't that and like, in uh, long time. maybe this is not the best time for yeah. you to be letting that girl know that information. <laughs> yeah. And he also follows that up by saying, um, my pickup line is rich yeah. nigga with money or yeah. something, something like that. I, was was like, I thought that was dope. Yeah, I was going to act you well, so you a nigga with money. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, shout out to all the players out there. Hey. If you want to get on that pimping game, <laughs> hop into this track right here. Clouds never get I, old. As soon as you said that, oh, I like that track right there. I was like, he must have felt like a young nigga with money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, dope. man. So, um. This album, too, how to write 12 songs. Anything you just kind of want to point out before we move on to some hate? Um, I feel like we have to talk about, um, I guess if you want to say honorary third for me, but okay. uh, that uh, Night Job was pretty dope. But, uh, yeah. That J. Cole feature was fire. Yeah. Favorite feature. Easy. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think that J. Cole feature was, I would say, a breath of fresh air because yeah. everything kind of... Blended in together, and J. Cole definitely stood out. Even like Kaz's verse, which I thought was good. It doesn't, but yeah. He kind of blended in with Boss. I, I agree 100% because um, after I heard it a bunch of times, like a ridiculous amount of times, and then I look back at the, uh, I already knew the tracks and whatever, yeah. and I looked at the features, and I was like, damn, Kaz was on this song? How many yeah. times I've heard this heard this song, and I did not know? I was like, yeah, oh, my that's blown. on depth with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, track number three. Yeah. Um, uh, I, 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 I like that song right there. Um, I like that, um, I like he gives you a vibe. Yeah. Like he really, I feel like not every artist can give you, give you a vibe, and yeah. sometimes he gives you more of a feeling than others but like i really like that he, he did that like there's certain moments when you're just vibing out it has um sometimes i like it sometimes i don't like it too much but i really like that he was able to reach and and actually execute that style of yeah. giving people a vibe yeah um like i said that, that j cole one was pretty pretty nice um i really liked how the i liked how the album closed up yeah okay i liked how, yeah. I, liked how I liked how it closed up pretty really dope i liked the penthouse um 
I like that record right there, just saying like you know he's gonna keep pushing. He just can't. He just can't stop. He can't go down, man. He just has to keep going forward. And even with uh, Black Owned Business, like I really, uh, I feel like on that one, I enjoy the production a lot. Yeah, yeah. That production with those congos and everything coming in, and just how the beat plays off. Like, and uh, most of this, I would say all of it. I'm not gonna say most. All this album right here, production is is raw. It's it's, yeah. it's banging. Yeah. Um, I, like I just like I said on, on one of my favorite songs, like I was saying, like he talks about that on this album, or just in general when he makes his music, he has to get people a vibe, but he doesn't want people just to vibe out on the whole, on the whole album fall asleep exactly and, and, and those 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 drums are kicking and I'm not gonna lie man like he really did that on every single yeah. song he really did they that and, nice drums. and it's not like a single it's not really a single moment when you're like ah oh, this beat could have been a little harder yeah. or something like that he really came with it um, I feel like all the features were dope like the hicks and everything I, I enjoy the sound I like that um, Miles and Miles and Miles yeah that was a nice vibe on that track right yeah there. It's, it's only it's only like a minute or so it's kind of mm -hmm. like a little interlude or something like that Yeah. but man when you hear it you just it's like damn you see like birds chirping and the sky is moving <laughs> <laughs> and the storm's going away and you just vibing out. Make you want to smoke a blunt to that one. Like, <laughs> okay? Let's stop talking about them birds. <laughs> that one just wants me. I just want to get high to miles and miles. For miles and miles away. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah. Um, those are those are my those are my moments. Kinda like I like highlights. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I liked how I liked how he started it too. Okay. So I, yeah. I feel like I feel like I have to say that because I'm gonna talk about this a little bit later. But the way he started it was was really dope. Just it goes like parallel with this whole um, with the song. It's self titled. Yeah. Two Eyed to Ride and the first song Two Eyed to Ride. So. Um, I, th I thought that was dope. Did you have any moments you wanted to talk yeah, about? Yeah, I mainly just wanted to touch, you kind of touched on both of them, but it was, um, I really love the opening and closing of the album. I think the opening track, like you said, Too High to Write, the self-titled for the album. It was a really good way to open the uh, album. It really set the mood, I felt like. Yeah. And with the closing with Black Owned Business... I feel like it was that song you talked about the production. Mm -hmm. I felt like he really got like his lyrics was really deep on that one. Yeah, yeah. It's like I think it's like Boss saying that he still pushed through all these obstacles that were in his way and he still made it. And I think like the overlooking theme of this track, Black Owned Business, is Boss in a vague way kind of pointing out systematic discrimination against black people mm -hmm. and feeling and kind of portraying the feeling of being a second-class citizen yeah. in America. Yep. And the um, he drops this one line. He goes, uh, "Hey world, it's your favorite movie. It's called Attack on Niggas." Yeah. And I was like, Whoo, "Attack on yeah, Niggas." Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And um, he doesn't come up with any solutions to close the track, so it just ends up like really moody. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. um, a very powerful way to close an album with track number 12 black owned business um one thing i did i just thought about right now i i liked on track 11 penthouse when he's talking about how he wishes heaven had visited hours yeah yeah and i thought that was as soon as i heard it man that stood yeah. out and every time i hear it it's just like damn yeah. Me All right, too. yeah before we move on to like hate i would say there's almost one line in every song that boss says and i'm just like whoo yeah, yeah, like yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's really rapping his ass off on this um on this album. I agree, and um and I man, like I said already, J Cole's verse was nice, but I liked how how he uh, ended it with uh the heat seeking missiles. Yeah, and yeah, it's like, yeah. Even if y'all, even if we had he seeking missiles coming to y'all, wouldn't catch y'all or whatever. Yeah, it yeah. Just I don't know the way. If you guys listen to the night job, the video's out now. Yeah, Check the that shit out. Nice. Yeah, it's it's raw as hell. Uh, but it, overall, man, it's it's an amazing vibe that he gave us on on the project collect like totality all together. Yeah, sonically, um, it was definitely One Direction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, so I, I feel like that. Uh, okay. 
Vontae the Pro, now we got everything we liked about the album wrapped up. Yep. Do you want to move on to some hate and talk about what we was not fucking with on this album? I've been waiting hell yeah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. No, no, because I don't fuck with nobody. Yeah, I don't fuck with nobody. Like, at all. Nobody. So, it's very simple. Very simple. It's very, very simple, Vontae the Pro. <laughs> All right, look. Usually go first. I think I'm gonna take the lead on this one. All right, all right. Go ahead, dog. Go ahead. Because lead us into some hate, man. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I didn't dislike anything really on this album. Well, oh, I can't. I can't say anything really sucked. Okay. That's okay. What, that's the point I'm trying to make. But with that said, I do think track number ten, Ricochet, is the oh, worst song on the album. They didn't need to be there. Yep. Okay, in this okay. album. Uh, it's very sonically cohesive yeah, yeah. and everything is going in one direction mm-hmm. so it's very easy to like to fade out of an album when everything's kind of blending together uh-huh. and i catch myself fading out of this album every time this track ricochet come on <laughs> <laughs> i feel like the album as a whole sonically is like dark dreamy okay okay and and when i get to this song it's like so instrumentally um I don't want to say underproduced, but there's not a lot going on. Not enough flavor. Yeah, so it's just like when it's just the vocal singing, it's like it's really hard for me to really care about this album anymore. <laughs> it's like when it comes on, it's like, please, is this album over? It's like, damn. And, I, and yeah, I'm enjoying yeah, yeah, the yeah. album. Yeah, and yeah, It's not yeah, like yeah. I dislike it. It's I, just the vibe. It's just the it vibe. I'm just tired of it, and I feel like it really peaks at 10 Ricochet. Okay. And I'm really done for this quote-unquote <laughs> vibe to be over. <laughs> And so, yeah, that's pretty much. I I really wish track ten ricochet really deep dives into like the sonic direction of this album. I really wish instead of getting that, Mm -hmm. we got something to follow up J Cole that broke up the monotony of this album because everything really did begin to start blending blending into each other. Heavy, heavy, heavy. But that's pretty much mine's Vontae the Pro. I just got one. What about you, man? Where were you not feeling about <laughs> all right, this wanna, album? All right, man. All right. I feel you on that. But I want to say I want to talk about something that I didn't like. Okay. Uh, this is the dislikes, and typically we talk about the tracks. Uh, but I got another thing I just didn't like. Okay. <laughs> uh, Interesting. <laughs> Son- I'm I, listening. I feel like this. I feel like on uh, Too High to Riot, sonically, Bass played it safe. He played it safe. He didn't give us too much fat. But it's something about this project I didn't like. And it's the title, dog. Too hot to ride. I don't fuck with that title, man. What? I don't. I. Uh, it's a. It's an interesting title, but it's just like I was expecting something different. I was expecting something like on some no justice, no type, no peace type of album. Like I was. He it, was giving a lot of bars though about no. No but I'm, justice, but, but no I'm thinking about shit. I'm thinking I'm thinking the whole thing, dog. I'm thinking like from t- from top to bottom, like it was gonna be. I don't know. I just suspecting something different. That's what's okay. I was just suspecting something different on Two Eyes to Riot. Just the, just how, how the the title and everything like that. I just feel like I was looking for something that I didn't find. Mm-hmm. So I feel like overall, like I said, he played it safe. He didn't give us too much fat. And it's like, man, like uh, when I'm thinking about it, what I don't like about it, it has to be the title, man. And I feel like on this song, right on this track, this uh, this title. I feel like I could see Kendrick doing a project like Too High to Write, not <laughs> not Bass, not not like I just feel like Bass would like he's he, this isn't like I don't know too much about him. I heard, of course I heard the last winter, I heard that one a couple of times. I don't really need to listen to it again, but um, <laughs> but I'm not. But I just feel like man, the title irks me every time. And also I have like another thing I didn't really fuck with besides the title is um 
I just feel like he has like he doesn't have great hooks. Yeah, on this I, could, I could definitely see that. I feel like, and then like, let alone some of the song titles, like they don't match, and some weren't even catchy. So it was like for me overall, like the two moments or two things I disliked about this project, I would have to say the the the, the album title and also the hooks were a little bit better. Okay, Need to be a little bit better. Bonte the pro. That's all I, I might. Hate. I might leave you on the island on the title. I like the title, and I, I, and I feel like he was making a lot of points about no justice, no peace. Like he had like a couple bars, like we talked about, like black owned business, where I uh-huh. feel like he addressed a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had like um, lines talking like with meth alone, talking about being deceived, like dream selling. Um, he had like a a line I forgot which song. Where it talks about don't run from police because they uh they uh seek and destroy lines like that and I feel yeah, like yeah. he had stuff like that throughout so I definitely see the anti for too high to riot mm. and I just, the I just being high part and the and sonically the track being relaxed and the riot being the bars that he was giving us in the album. I, I see what you mean. I just think I was looking for more. Of that. Okay. I just yeah. think so. So, okay. but like the, the title is lit. Yeah. Whoever, whoever <laughs> thought of the title was, that was a good idea. Dream yeah. Bill, shout out to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you I definitely got, hear you. You don't got no more, uh, you, ain't, you ain't got nothing else you ain't fucking with? No, nah, no. Nah, you, we can move into the ratings. All right. So Vontae the pro, how are you feeling about this album? Were you, what are you going to rate it? Out of five stars. Out of five stars, I thought about it, and um, three and a half. Three and a half, okay. (laughs) If I was going to give this a grade, it'd be a C plus. Yeah. (laughs) It'd be a C plus, maybe a B. Um, On this music, like he says that... um, he wants his music to sound worldly, and he wants to like he because they say like he, you know he's from New York and it, you know does does your music sound like New York? And he says yes because you know his music is so worldly, and I feel like when you listen to this project, like you can really hear different sounds and different flavors yeah. like, from all over. Mm-hmm. And then, then compared to his first project, or not gonna say his first project, his, his last project last winter, I can see the artistic growth. Yeah, definitely, there's a big jump. So that's definitely uh, uh, that's definitely gonna help me out with the ratings, and then I'm coming into this as a casual a casual listener with like an unbiased opinion. Uh, and I can say this project was dope, man. He has, but he has room for growth. I feel like, but I feel like he's open to it and he wants to take it to another level. So I don't feel like he'll. I feel like he don't has a problem with it. And next time, next time he he drops his next project. I can see four stars. Okay. If he, if he does, if he does okay. it, but three and a half, man. Um, C plus, man. Yeah. <laughs> what you, you giving it, Will Gill? Okay. Um, I think this album was very solid. I'm in the same boat as you. Uh, sonically cohesive. Songwriting was tight. He had interesting things to say, and I think his flow was polished. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say this album didn't have very high high points. But I will also say that it didn't have many low low points. Okay. Okay. So it's I'm I'm on you. I definitely understand what you're saying when you said Boss does, didn't take a lot of risk on this album. Yeah. And when you say it makes a lot of sense, he like this, it, it's a it very safe. safe album. Yeah. And with that said, I would say I'm on your boat. Three and a half stars. Just a very solid, yeah. clean album. If you're a fan of Boss already, I definitely don't think you would be disappointed in this album. And if you're coming in as a new and wanted to check out Boss. Yeah, I definitely think it's worth a listen. Yes, sir. Uh, and and I feel like it's just the Dreamville thing. Like as far as like they they have interviews when they talk about when they're preparing their their mixtapes mm-hmm. and they're all reviewing it together and they're like, all right, so what's the fat? What does it need to be here? Yeah, so they yeah. cut out they cut out a lot of that. And um, I kind of wish I got a little bit just to like see what you know where they're trying to do experiment. You know who knows? Who, I just wanted to hear something yeah. a little bit uh, unsafe from this guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely, I definitely understand. Um, but I, I also wanted to say um, I don't. Uh, 
I gave it a three and a half, but I don't really feel like this uh, this album has a lot of replay value. Yeah, I, I just feel like this album as a general, you know, as the whole thing, as you're listening through, I just uh-huh. really feel like it's missing something. Okay, okay. Like, if there was just one track where I felt like it was a little bit more experimental and he was trying something new, like, yeah. it would have really took this album to, like, a next level. But since everything is pretty much sonically so tight, yeah, the songwriting is so tight. It's consistent. Yeah, it's just, like... And it's not a bad thing, like, three and a half. Like, we enjoy this album. Yeah, yeah. If if I just wish he took a risk somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just I just felt like... Just playing it safe is cool, but man, give us a give us give us, life. Life is all about risk, man. Life, yeah, is, yeah, life yeah. is all about risk. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Vontae the Pro, you want to get into our closing questions? Yes, sir. That's why you take a few steps back to go. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers, man. Okay, Vontae the Pro, I need some answers, man. All right, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. So on this day, we lost a hip hop legend. The God, Biggie Smalls, man. On March 9th? Yes, sir. Damn, RIP. So, just in remembrance of Biggie, I just want to ask you, man, what's your favorite B.I.G. track? Mine's is um, Juicy. Oh. Yeah. Every I, time it comes on, I just feel good. Man. I was going to steal that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it first. <laughs> All right, damn, Biggie. All right. Um, all right, so every time it was back in the day, um, it was this, it was like during like the first Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. They had this game that was on the internet that used to play all the time. You used to be able to customize your car and drive it around, look all cool. And they always had Biggie's song, the instrumental playing on there in the hook. And it was Biggie Smalls hypnotized. Oh, and every, nice! Every single it so it stood out because let alone I'm playing this game day, basically every day. And uh, the beat is jamming and everything about it. I get hyped. I get yeah, hyped. And, yeah, um, definitely. That was like during like the fa- the first Fast and Furious, and now still to this day, like it, he. He made classic music undeniable. And that one right there, as soon as I'm here, I'm like, oh shit. Like I get pumped. I look I'm looking around. I'm like, y'all niggas hear this shit too this big nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace to the guy Biggie Smalls, man. R.I.P. man. March 9th. Damn. Man. Man, we need to pour one out. <laughs> but uh all right, uh, I got a question. I got okay. before we get out of here, Will Gill. So we got to hear Boss and I was wondering a bunch of things as I got done listening to it, and I listened to last winter. I was at a, I was just wondering something, and the thing I was wondering, and I want to ask you this: if it wasn't for the J Cole co-sign, would you have listened to this tape? Okay, so this specific tape also dropped with the Two Chains uh, and Lil Wayne project, Collie Grove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we was debating on which one we was going to review that was on for the this poll. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so. I think without the J. Cole stamp, we don't even put the poll up. <laughs> the J. Cole... <laughs> the, I trust the J. Cole Dreamville brand so much right now. They have so much equity with me that yeah. right now, as long as he's telling me artists are dope, yeah, I'm willing yeah. to give him a shot. Give him the gamble. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and I think it paid off because I did enjoy this Boss album. But, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I definitely think I needed the J. Cole co-sign <laughs> for me to... Want to check out this guy? All right, I was feeling that, but I wasn't sure. But okay. now after hearing it from somebody else, <laughs> I'm on the same boat as you, dog. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what that cosign's for, baby. Yeah, you know? yeah, man. I, um, another thing I wanted to say, like, since I got, I just remembered it right now, since I was talking about the cosign, okay. I feel like Boss is like one of those uh, privileged rappers. Why do you say that? 
Because he, he he came into the game and he was more or less like J. Cole's right hand man, like the Memphis bleak of the whole crew. Yeah. Like the Memphis bleak to like Jay Z. And like he just he got in at a good time and I feel like he yeah, he has to put in the work, he has to do what he has to do to you know, to to keep prevailing in his rap game. But it's like it's easy to do that when you got Cole has your co-sign and yeah. some and like everything's gonna move a lot faster. You're gonna go. He said he'd been on tour three times and been around the world three times, let alone. And he just said he, he just started rapping. Yeah, he so, did say he and, just started rapping. And he don't have a lot of major hits or anything like that. So I feel like that J Cole privilege helped. And I'm not saying like I said, I'm not saying he didn't work for nothing, but it really yeah. helped a lot. Cause man. If J. Cole tell you, anybody want to half-ass something, but J. Cole, like, he giving you that real shot today to yeah. give you the deal. I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to yeah. make sure I, I'm going to stay afloat with it. So I just that's why I feel like he was a little, a little okay. privileged. But I I'm definitely not, hear not you saying, saying it's a bad thing. Yeah, he still got to make the shot. And yeah. I, th- I think we definitely both agree that he's making this shot right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work, work. So, work, you know, work. it's not hate. It's just, you know, you just point something out. Yeah, yeah. So that's just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's close out this uh this podcast on Boss's album, Too High to Write. Yes, sir. Let's get out of here. All right, man. So if you want to let us know how you feel about this dude, Boss, you can hit us up at HHR underscore pod. We mm. hashtag team follow back over here. So if you fuck with us, we, we fuck, fuck with, with you. you. Hey, <laughs> that's all day. Hey, and we on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. And if you listen to this on your iPhone, hop on iTunes and give your boy a review real quick. We appreciate it. Show some support. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, Hip Hop Review Podcast. Look us up. You'll find us. Yes, sir. Like you said, leave a review, some comments, anything. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Word of mouth is powerful, man. All right, man. And as always, I am Vontae the Pro. And I'm here with my homie. Will Gill, and this is the Hip Hop Review Podcast, and God damn, we changing the podcast game. Another one. Let's go. Hey,